Katie, how did that work out though for you? Good. Yeah. But it w- I think it was terrible because it was hot. She crushed level two. <laughs> really, a really solid level two performance. Oh, you didn't do the muscle ups. I didn't do the muscle ups. Box jumps at twenty four. Mm-hmm. Which I like. I think I I like box jumps at twenty four. But I also think it has to do with, like, how do you feel being, we're the same height. How do you feel 30 versus 24? See how she is now asking the questions? I did, that didn't take very long. No, it really didn't. No, my do answer you... was it makes me feel short. Yeah. What about a shorter target for wall balls? Uh, I think the same target, different weight. Ooh, the, controversial. Like, because okay. if you have higher weight and a higher target, that's two. Wouldn't one thing be equal and the other be the... Diff- so it's disproportionately easy for a woman to throw a light ball yeah. to a short target. Yeah. I very much agree. Uh, if you guys are going to agree on everything, we're going to cut this episode very short. I did not expect this to happen. I did not expect her to say that. I got off the calorie, the one-minute calorie road today. And I walk over to the 30-inch box jump, and I just bent my knees about two inches and jumped. And it was really touch and go whether I was going to land on the box or off the box. It was terrifying. Did you land on, like, the edge, and it wobbled a little bit, and then you had to, like, regain your balance <laughs> I, I landed, at the top? I landed on all fours. Mm. Were you on the soft box? No, I was on the 30-inch hard box. There's no 30-inch soft box, no. unless you stack, oh. like, the Velcro things together. And at 30 inches, if you catch the bottom of your shin, you're going to scrape from the bottom of your shin to, like, for me, I'm going to fit to my hip flexor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the time I get the Well, it's not to your waist, so right. it's going to go all the way up. Yeah. Right up the quad, everything. Have you smashed your shin before? Yes, I have. Here we go. Uh, welcome to episode 1.15. Uh, what's the name of our podcast? Um, this is No Rep Podcast. Where are we coming from? We are live right now from the East Coast, United States of America, Northampton, Massachusetts, Pioneer Valley CrossFit in the consult room, our new home office. They freshly painted the walls, brand new table in here just for us. And we wanted to bring in a very special guest for you today, and we got a good one. We, we brought in well, Katie Byrne. Yeah. Katie, say hi. Katie, say hello. This is a different Katie. There's multiple Katie's. So today we want to talk about how do you handle or or is it the case that you can go years at CrossFit and become very proficient at very many things, but then just still like have that one or those few things or that area that you just see can't seem to get or you can't seem to get better at it. Mm -hmm. So we talked brought Katie in because she has a couple of those. I do. I have a couple. First, for some perspective. How long have you been doing CrossFit? Four and a half years. Okay. Wow. And about how many days a week do you work out? Uh, four to six. Four to six. So you're not just, you know, coming in once or twice a week and then complaining right. that you're not getting certain things, right? So right. just for, for some perspective, you're actually in here working out. Four to six yeah. days a week, 11 to 15 workouts. Well, I don't know. I, see, I tend to feel like after a lot of wads, I'm lying on the ground hoping not to hyperventilate and end up in the hospital and you're overworking on your GHDs. Oh. <laughs> well, I think after like a is period that, of rest, you just, you can do another, false. something else. Is that a beach, <laughs> is that a beach season thing? Is that, are you going to continue to do GHD sit-ups in the winter time? Probably. Hmm. I haven't done them recently and I've noticed hmm. that a difference. Because I generally try to avoid all core workouts 
from November to March because who cares, right? You gotta be consistent. Legs don't matter if you're wearing jeans. Correct. Just your arm. Well, what are you? Shoulders and biceps all winter. But there's a there's a there's a presupposition. There's an assumption here. We we're we like to work out you know, to a large extent so that we look good. Mm-hmm. That may not be the case for Katie. Why do you work out? Why do I work? That's a great question. I think it just feels it feels good. You push yourself to limits that you can kind of explore. Like where's my where's that threshold, and then how can I push into it? Um, you can set goals. It's an easy way to like set goals for yourself and keep yourself accountable. That and, doesn't yeah, sound anything like us. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, it does. It's very yes, laudable. It does. Yeah, it's just not. No, it's you just guys. Just not how we roll. No, I've heard you guys talk about. How do you like perceive that. Seth? Uh, okay, in hold what on. Way? <laughs> Ooh, you let's, both. Have... Let's get back on track. Okay. Let's get back on track. So. Tell us your, 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 let, let me tell you your development. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you came into CrossFit and I think you were generally a pretty good athlete. I don't know if you still are, but you were playing ice hockey and you tend to be, when you come in, you tend to be quiet, but you tend to kind of get your work done. Mm -hmm. Then you hit a spot where all of a sudden you just blossom and, and it seems like every other time you come in, you're setting a PR. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think I think it had more to do with like your the ability of you to handle the barbell, like when you feel the weights aren't so intimidating. I think that's the point that I remember. Like, oh, that I can do that, and I can do as many reps as I kind of want to do and push myself, and the weight isn't isn't intimidating as it was before. Now, do you think there's people who never get to that point? Mm. Other than me? Well, I think this gym is interesting in that they prescribe, not all gyms prescribe weights, I don't think. So you can kind of see yourself as if you're level two and you look at the level two prescribed weight and you can kind of measure yourself against that. Not all gyms have that. Some do like percentages and stuff like that, right? So I think it's different just based on what gym you're at and who you're around. So, but, but I think this gets to this, this question that's gnawing at me a little bit and kind of framing this up a little bit is that the the general question is if if you've been around here for a number of years and you're still frustrated by a thing or two, uh, how do you, how do you handle that? And I think that's a subset of when you come in here or if you're somebody who's coming in here just to maintain basic adequate health and you know you're for whatever reason you're never going to be doing rx you're never going to be the at the top of the class how do you deal with do is that something that you that you have to deal with or, or how do different people look at it how is like how is it dealing with a workout that comes when there's like high volume toast to bar right which mm-hmm. is one of your things that is maybe not the best I think I'm maybe at this point where if I were to give advice to myself when I started, it would be don't get too excited about the things you're good at. Like you will be, if those things come naturally, you will just progress and you'd probably be at the same point now as I would be um, if I didn't put all the effort into like doing extra of what I'm good at just because it's, it comes more naturally. That's amazing. 
That is diametrically opposed to what I believe. So those of us who aren't super athletes and can't well, squat no, the same if we don't do a no, strength cycle all the time. Like you probably there are things that just come more naturally. I think. So 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 you're saying your your advice to yourself as a beginner would have been, the stuff you're good at, you're already good at it. You're going to be good at it. Don't worry about it. Instead. Right. Instead, spend the time on really focusing on what you're not. And interesting. And so if I were to go back in the beginning, I would really focus on like kipping technique and toes to bar and um, more of the gymnastics type movements. And mm-hmm. if that meant extra work that wasn't strength based, but more gymnastics oriented, do that instead of doing a five by five set of squats yeah. or yeah. something. so sad because you're now, I mean, you're pushing 30. It's basically over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too late now. I'm 31 in two or 32 in two weeks. So it's all downhill. But I but when so when a workout comes up if it's a high volume toast bar and that's something I'm really not great at. We know. I think <laughs> that I can if I look at it like what I do now is I think oh well that's my total fault for not working harder at that so I it's like I'm not defeated but I'm almost at this point where like how can you go back and learn like can you go back and learn that I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I can if I keep working at it, but at four, four and a half years in, I shouldn't be struggling with that movement. Or like Isabel, I'm doing dips with a band and the RX weight. Ooh, like, that is humiliating. What did Isabel. I say? Isabel. Isabel. Oh, thank you. Yeah. God. I, let me ask you a quick follow-up. When you see a workout like that that comes up, do you try to attend a different class that doesn't have us in it so we don't blast you for being bad at something? <laughs> No, because you hold me accountable, and you'll say, "Why are you not doing the real movement? Why are you?" See, some people think that's a, a <laughs> that I'm rude, but I'm really just holding you accountable. I, yeah, I I like it, but sometimes I will opt out and say, "Ooh, if I this is that I get in this tricky situation, I could do JHDs instead of toaster bar, and I don't want to not do toaster bar in the workout, mm-hmm. so I'll just do my own thing and do toast and do JHDs instead of toaster bar, and then it's the cycle continues where I'm not really focusing on that because I think it's easier at that moment to just get a quick workout and not struggle through. Mm-hmm. But then when something like like a competition comes up, you think like, crap, I like the have. one you just did. Yeah, and there was a hundred toaster bar. Uh, yeah, like okay. it didn't go so well. Right? How and, did that go? Did you split them? Did she well, do more? I can't remember exactly. She probably did sixty to four. 40, oh, it was 80, so I don't know, 50 to 30, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Dave and I did. Yeah. Well, what I mean, I, I know that I don't have stuff that I skip, right, that I, I do my own thing. Generally, like, unless it's an injury-based thing, I try not to do a lot of heavy deadlifts or high-volume deadlifts, right? But I know there's workouts that, for sure, I skip every single time that they come up. I've been in CrossFit for four years, and I've never once you... ever done Karen. What? Ever, with 150 wall balls for time. Never, I'm 5'6". The target is way the hell up there. It's wall balls. I hate it, and I have skipped it every single time. That's my favorite. I have skipped it every single time for four years. So it's had to have come up, I don't know, 20 or 30 times. I've skipped it every single time. Really? So don't feel bad. But you're not bad at wall balls. You just don't like that Correct. particular workout. You're Correct. just never going to be good at that. I'm just never going to be good. When you're... When you're five six, you're just not going to so be good at this. So why, if you didn't finish, would that be too hard to deal with, and that's why you don't do it? Why don't you do it? <laughs> By that theory, I would come in just when we yeah. doing push ups. Yeah, only push ups all day. What's the workout? Just push ups. Oh, Tony's here. Um, no, I don't think it has to do with not finishing. I just, I don't see value in it for me. Mm. I don't think, 
in I know there is value in it or else mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a thing, but in my head, somewhere in the deep recesses of God knows no therapist can get to, I just I just won't do it. I just won't do it. I just you don't, don't think there's it. anything that could get you accountable to do it? Never. I won't, and, I, and I stand firm. I skipped it last week. I'll never do it. I will never do it. When, do you figure out at some point that, that there are certain kinds of things that you are good at or not good at? Like you can be good at, at wall balls but not toes to bar. Do you have a sense of what, what the difference is? I don't know. You said not to talk about women. Because that's boring. Um, <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> but it's. I think it comes down to women's bodies. Where I don't. I don't. Not being general, but I a lot of women have a less upper body strength to their low to their lower body strength. Mm-hmm. So sure, and that's not across the board but in general I, I think that's something that for me at least speaking from personal experience I was my upper body was never strong so it took me a lot and my lower body was I think I just had big legs um strong legs strong legs <laughs> and so things like wall balls or squatting or anything lower body was came naturally and I progressed quicker where the upper body, I didn't, I thought, oh, I'll just, it will come, it will come, it will come. It took years and years, and it still isn't. It's all these year la- years later, and you're still waiting for it in the mail. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, the, well, since we picked on you for a little bit, Tony, what are some of yours, your things that you can't do? Oh, God. Uh, Try to keep it to two. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, first I have over, overhead squats, uh, simply because I don't have the mobility. Mm-hmm. And... And I have a different approach to, than, than Katie. I go through a, a, a tremendous level of frustration. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get unbelievably frustrated at what I think I should be able to do. Where does that come from? You're not a therapist, are you? <laughs> I mean, you know... I'm, I'm They've sure. been trying to figure that out <laughs> for 45 <laughs> minutes a week for the last 20 years. <laughs> I, I can think of two for myself right off the bat, and one is kettlebell swings, mostly because it it does really? hurt my back, but like high volume kettlebell swings, for whatever reason, I could hang onto a bar, a barbell, I can hang onto a pull-up bar, but when I'm swinging a kettlebell and I start to feel the burn, I just put it down. I don't know why. Really? It's just... Like when Helen is like kettlebell swings and it's a light kettlebell for 21, like I've only done it on broken once or twice in my life without putting it down. And I should, I could, I I wish you could see Katie's face right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a mental block or what it is, but it's just something I'm not good at and I have never been good at it. And where does it hurt? I don't know. (laughs) I can't describe to you. It hurts in my forearms, in my hands and like my wrists but it's not a pain where I should be putting it down. Like if it was a barbell, I could easily do, you know, 21 shoulder to overhead with a 50 pound barbell. Yeah, right. No problem. But if it's a kettlebell, I don't know why. Maybe you have some childhood trauma where someone like released something Like when my similar. dad hit me with the car or something. <laughs> like a, someone released something in it. Yeah. At you. And the other one I can think of, and it's wild and weird, is air squats. Why? I have no idea. 
for when and it's shocking because you rarely ever do them fully anyway right i don't go all the way down nor do i come all the way up is it a matter of like this movement is so stupid why am i doing this or you just don't no, want I just, to go full depth i or you can't I feel like i'm going down, <laughs> down all the way and i feel like i'm coming up but i'm not i've been a lot better about coming all the way like doing them full reps but they burn and burn so bad what? for certain I, I know i don't know I don't know. Those are two very it's interesting just, movements to has not, never like, gotten easier for me the whole that's time. That's probably why you don't like Karen. It could be. And the other, in air squats, like, you know, Katie's issue is, you know, toes to bar are a technical movement, a sure. gymnastics movement. I could see where you could have trouble developing the technique. Oh, by the way, speaking of which, my big one is, is actually butterfly pull-ups. Mm. I, for, mm. I, you know. For, I'm a big body weight guy, and it's been almost five years I've been here, and I can't do a butterfly pull-up. Can and I follow up with something on that? Sure. Is that you booked a private appointment with Ian to do to learn the owner and you know programmer of the gym to, to learn butterfly pull-ups, and you skipped it. <laughs> so I don't want to hear much about well, this. I'm, Can we move on to the next one? That's my problem right now, too. I'm oh, and Katie also workouts talked off. to Ian and... You know, purchased programming to help her get better at certain upper body things such as dips and muscle ups, and she also has done zero of those. So, oh, maybe five percent, but they're there. Right. I'm, I'm, I will right. follow up back up. With so, them. just let all the <laughs> listeners know that those things have both happened. Seth, thank you for that. That generous, now continue on. Generous pull-ups yes. into, you know, when you realize. I mean, when you realize that you've got a, a deficit in a particular area, how you go about working on it mm -hmm. and since you are flawless in all aspects <laughs> yeah. of life and crossfit how did, how did you get there like you know obviously you'd already said that kettlebell swings are a problem for you so walk us through the extra workout that you're doing to push through the, the these this mental or physical block you have in the kettlebell swing. Mm -hmm. What kind of thing do you do after or before class to really get through that? So generally, bef uh, it's mostly a before class thing, and so I'll look at the workout when I come into the gym, mm -hmm. and then I'll see like high volume kettlebell swings. And I'm like, okay, okay, and then I go in the back room and I don't do the workout. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's generally my approach. <laughs> But, so you asked me why I worked out in the beginning. Why do you guys work out? To look good on the beach. That's not, you, it's more than that. You would go to like a global gym if you just wanted to do that. A what gym? Like a global gym. Global. Like Planet Fitness? Yeah. What is, you say, is that word global, A-L? Global. 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 You know, is like that a real Dodge thing Ball. or is that the from, movie Dodge is that from yeah. Dodgeball? Or yeah. is it a global gym. <laughs> oh, I've never seen the movie. That's embarrassing. You should edit that part out. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. Why do we work out? I think we've covered that. You know, it's fun, community-based, working out yeah. with friends, a good competitive outlet. Um, right. I think it's a competition, but within the competition, you push yourself in a way that you probably wouldn't. Right, but I could beat you on four workouts this week, and you beat me on the kettlebell workout, or I skip it. I don't feel bad about that. Right. So it doesn't impact your, your sense of meaning? No. What if you? What if I or whoever beat you at all five workouts? Ne will never happen. <laughs> no, but it, would that happen. would that defeat? Like, would you think? Oh my God! I yeah, I, it's, I would start working out twice a day. I would start coming uh, in at six a.m. 
and then I would do another workout in the afternoon. So if every if, if every single workout had kettlebell swings in it for volume and Katie just crushed you every single day, that would get you to work on kettlebell sure. swings? Sure. No, it wouldn't get me to work on kettlebell swings. It would get me to work out twice a day. I hope and I would still probably avoid doing kettlebell swings. <laughs> I hope Ian hears this and when she thinks you're acting too pompous, she'll just program some kettlebell swings. That's fine. Just to bring you down a rung. I'll just go to the next work in the other room and do my open gym. By the way, your, the answer to your question, and I'm I'm still this question of, of of why you do this. I'm not sure specifically why I started it. I you know friends suggested it, but why I kept doing it and why I keep doing it is that I think it is a great context for uh, simulated meaning. Mm. That I have the sense that you know. I mean, unless we're actually farming our own food or out hunting, everything that we do is more or less constructed. Right. And I think that we're designed to find purpose in physical activity towards a goal. And so I think that this is particularly suited for that. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm particularly suited to that mode of finding meaning. And maybe I might suggest that that's one of the reasons I get so frustrated is I probably at a, at a carnal level or at a deep level I'm feeling like that failure of to do something is probably sounding fairly deeply within me would mm. be my guess but it, I think you're getting to a point that I was actually thinking about <laughs> that it is a construct we've constru- I mean a, a clean that's a that's not a natural movement that's like an Olympic lift and what kind of that rests it's such a narrow kind of skill to be good at that it doesn't, it's not all defining or a full snatch. Like, what is that in the grand scheme of things that you can do a full snatch? If you ask nine out of ten people, they probably say, well, why would I care about that? You probably wouldn't know what it was. Yeah, right. right. Uh, so I don't know. It's like you're make, making meaning of something I'm so I'm going to edit narrow. this out, but I mean, I suppose you could contrast it to an empty snatch. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing so well. <laughs> Have you made any type of commitment towards getting stronger toes to bar? I think it's always on my mind that I need to do something to get better at that. And I think that was my. It's always on Seth's mind. I'm just curious <laughs> if it's always on your mind. Right. That was my um, one of the reasons why I wanted to go with Ian's programming to like work on some of those accessory movements but Mm -hmm. um I think it it takes what you have to end up doing is sacrificing and you spoke Tony in a different episode about you knew that your strength was or your squat strength was something you want to work on so you had to sacrifice a a wad to do that that's a good point and so do I and because time is of the essence and I don't want to spend all of my time in the gym doing this because I don't think it's worth all of my time because you're a full-time employed adult who doesn't have... Right, right, right. And I don't want to spend all my evening here just working on that. I feel like that's like really self-indulgent in a, in a way. So do I then sacrifice a wad to work on some of the accessory stuff? I mean, if you have unlimited time, you can work on everything you want. If you, if you have unlimited time and you believe that this is unlimitedly, to create a word, uh, useful... A, a, an unlimitedly right. useful use of your time, 
that sentence ought to be taken out back and shot. Yeah. If you have all the time in the world and you think the best use of that time is to be doing CrossFit, then sure, you can. Right. this isn't an issue. But if, if you have to make choices because you're an adult and you have a life, right. then, yeah, that becomes the question. How do you, what choice yeah. do you make? Mm-hmm. I think what I end up regretting is not like at the end of the day, oh, I didn't work on this. It's if your body feels like you can do more. Sometimes I think even if we have a 10-minute all-out workout, that's great, but then there's like this whole other reserve of energy mm-hmm. left to burn, and I don't always feel like this. The classes will do that. <laughs> like, yeah, I gotta be another, honest with you. There's another like reserve there, and then I don't at have the end, reserve. you're like, I didn't work as hard as I, c- I didn't do as much as I was capable of, kind of. You know how a cow has four stomachs? <laughs> I don't have that like, reserve. Uh, it could be a four-minute workout or a 40-minute workout. But like we workout. could all have um, run a 5K, done this workout, and done another thing, and been fine at the end of the that day. That is not true. <laughs> no, it is. That, Seth, like, I, but Katie, I appreciate that you, you've brought up Seth's other weakness. <laughs> Mental weakness? Oh, running. Running. I've gotten better. Uh, I ran an eight-minute mile on Sunday. Yeah, That's Colette good. told me that... that that you guys didn't let her buy, so she was stuck doing an eight-minute mile with Sometimes it's not about how fast you run. It's about how fast you let other people run. <laughs> she said on the turn, she's just was, finally at the turn, she was able to get, get ahead. She just shorted it a little bit to get ahead of you guys and right. just took off. Well, that's fair. <laughs> but sometimes if you just block other people from running fast, you don't have to run fast. <laughs> but do you... Well, but it's certainly... that's. You know, I think certainly if you're at Pioneer Valley CrossFit, there's no such thing as like being the guy who doesn't have any weaknesses at CrossFit. It's tough when you're good at everything, and then what do you do? You do local competitions. Um, you follow online programming that have message boards and things like that. I know. I know. If you got really good at everything, we'd probably just throw you into the nearest body of water. <laughs> I have plenty of weaknesses. They are glaring. <laughs> Most of them social and emotional. But of course, it's sort of also you know this is unbelievably simulated meaning in the sense that in you you how good you are at Pioneer Valley CrossFit or at the regionals. Uh, isn't a great indicator of how good you are at the rest of your life. I mean, once you walk out the gym, like, somebody might, like, you know, be, I don't know, a a world-class neurosurgeon. And the next person Mm -hmm. might be, uh, you know, a a world-renowned professor doing research at UMass. You might kick their, you might kill them in a wad, but so what? Right, right. You know, so why would you, you know, it's sort of a weird thing to get, to get all, uppity about Mm -hmm. although on the other hand the response to that is well we aren't doing neurosurgery today today we're doing wall balls right (laughs) you know (laughs) hope you don't break a finger it's all about perspective yeah Yeah. well thanks for coming on thanks for having me yeah that was uh, was that 1.5 i'm I'm lost (laughs) 1.15